Z Sports Prime Time on a Thursday night from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising. I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by the fine folks at Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford with all new vehicles available to you when you visit them on the lot. I'll tell you more about why you should trust Two Rivers Ford the most outside of the obvious. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. DraftKings Sportsbook. Promo code A2Z Sports gets you in on all the action. Maybe you're somebody who took advantage of the odd boost tonight in the DraftKings Sportsbook app, betting the over on Russell Wilson and Matt Stafford combining for over 600 passing yards. Perhaps you took advantage of that great offer using the promo code A to Z Sports. Gary Ashton and the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage at GaryAshton.com. Your dream address. Without the stress is what the Ashton team offers to you, and Brymac Mechanical will put you in your comfort zone as the seasons begin to change, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. So, let's talk about what Bill Barnwell had to say uh, on Derrick Henry's workload. So, he put together this article on ESPN, and it's ESPN Plus, for maybe not all of you who are subscribers to ESPN Plus, I'll tell you what the premise of this article is. So he's looking at a handful of things. Ben Roethlisberger, Derrick Henry, Miami's offense, rating what's real and not real through a month of the NFL season. So Derrick Henry's workload, Ben Roethlisberger's struggles, Miami's issues, Washington's defense, the Bills' defense, and lessons from surprising moves. So you go through the list of these things, and you find Derrick Henry's staggering workload cannot continue. He says that it's not real at this point. In 2020, and this is part of the blurb, I won't read you the whole piece, but in 2020, says Bill Barnwell, the Titans gave Henry the workload of a running back from the 1970s. 378 carries, 19 catches, averaged 23.6 carries and 24.8 touches per game. Henry's 2020 season was the second largest workload of the past 10 years and just the third time over that time frame that a back has topped 350 carries. He's averaging north of that this year, 28.3 carries and 31.8 touches because of the fact that he has 14 catches already on the season. He's on, he's out of this stratosphere, basically. He's on pace for 480 carries. At this point. So Bill Barnwell is saying that's unsustainable. And the question that we are going to ask you, your two rivers for take here on this Thursday, agree or disagree. Derrick Henry's workload is sustainable right now. Let me know in the comment section, your two rivers for take. We'll talk. Uh, we'll discuss it together. Two rivers Ford uh, take agree or disagree. Derrick Henry's workload is sustainable this season. Uh, let me know. You'll hear from Derrick Henry on the matter here in just a second, and we'll continue with this conversation. Um, Bill Walton, they're going to turn him uh, turn him into the ground, young man, says Corey D. Jackson. Uh, let's make it 500 even, says Jesse Bailey. Ryan Bates says, who effing cares? Hand the man the ball. He runs it. Uh, he runs it. He's a machine. Uh, F a hater. Tell them to piss off. So Brian is very passionate about the pace that Derrick Henry is on, apparently. He's quite 
Uh, he's quite passionate. It would see workload my ass <laughs> is what he adds. Well, you know, listen, I mean, it's, it's true. Derek can do this and Derek is doing this, but do you want him to have to do it all season long? Now, maybe you're saying like Brian, yeah, to hell with it. I don't care about next year. I don't care about future years of Derek. Let's go. This is what you're paid to do. Now he's, he's not, He's not human, Derrick Henry. There is some truth to that. Derrick Henry does things that are out of uh, uh, that are unthinkable on a regular basis. But there is some. It is worth looking at, basically, to say, all right, can he do this all season long if they need him to? Because AJ Brown has yet to be consistently available. Julio Jones is yet to be consistently available. Darrington Evans is yet to be consistently available. It's all the Derrick Henry show. Is that? What's best for the Titans? And right now, it's keeping them and keeping them alive at two and two. Um, so I'll give you my answer here in just a second, right after I let you hear from Derrick Henry, who has some thoughts on this of his own and was asked about it today at practice. How does your routine go? Like, is there a lot of like hot tub, cold tub, that, that type? Cold tub, hot tub, massage, ART, um, dry needling. Um, cry the, the the whole nine. Anything I can do to get my body ready, I'm gonna try it. Where do you get like the, the ideas to, to do like cold tub? That's generally everybody mm-hmm. does that. But some of the other things you mentioned are kind of unique. Yeah, really. Um, you know, this asking asking guys, uh, meeting people, and then you know, my younger days asking the vets, the guys that played at high level, what they did to keep their body ready, and just soaking that all up, and you know, kind of putting it into what, you know, I do as far as my recovery process. Was there anything, like, crazy that, that you got from uh, advice-wise, like something crazy that they told you to do? You're like, nah, man. No yeah, I got, I got a couple of crap I won't mention, but yeah, I did, so. <laughs> in terms of carries or whatever, what's, what's the thing on your body that you feel like you're most kind of recovering? It maybe takes a couple of days because there, there's so much that goes into that, but is it the legs? Is it the um, like? Um, I just make sure, you know, I feel good enough to be able to pick my daughter up my daughter up in the morning when she gets up. So that's that's my main thing. But yeah, I mean I mean you you I mean you're sore all over, you know, especially in our position because, you know, you take so many hits. But like you said, just about the recovery process, getting your body back under you, you can come out here and um do it again. So yeah, Derrick Henry's not human, and he does a million different things to make sure that he can sustain the way that he does. Derrick Henry is the best in the business in this regard, and he's incredibly durable. Um, But can they do this? Can they avoid doing this, basically, all year long, where it's Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry constantly, and you're trying to make sure that he can do these things throughout the course of the season? Now, maybe he can, or maybe, again, as as I mentioned, you don't necessarily care about long-term viability. Your goal is just to win the Super Bowl now, and if Derrick Henry's body is the cost of that, then yeah, you can continue on this pace. Agree or disagree in the comment section uh, that Derrick Henry's workload is sustainable. I'll tell you my answer momentarily, right after we tell you about our friends at Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford is the best in the business for a great many reasons. And we've all noticed that things we want are harder to get now. Distribution chains are being disrupted. They can often be more expensive. Take buying a car, for example. 
Supply chain distributions have limited vehicle inventory, and because of that, many dealers are raising their prices right now. Two Rivers Ford isn't doing that. They've always done business with integrity, and that means fair, honest, upfront pricing every single time, no matter what. They've been doing that for 40 years, since 1983, almost 40 years to be exact, and they'll do that for the next 40 years because that's how they do business. Go visit them in Mount Juliet at Two Rivers Ford. The lot is available for you to browse or do your window shopping online at tworiversford.com. So, your Two Rivers Ford take. Let us know in the comments section how you feel about this particular situation. Uh, Henry averaging 500 carries and 2,000 plus yards a season for the next five years, says Nate Patrick. It's listen, I'm I it's it's like betting against Tom Brady. I won't do it. I don't bet against Derrick Henry. I just don't. He's, I have done it too many times and been proven wrong too many times. Now, at some point, the thing about football that catches up to everybody is going to happen to Derrick Henry. It's inevitable that way. But what I would say to you is that until such time as we see it be a problem, and my God, is Russell Wilson running for his life back there. This Seahawks-Rams game has been a bit of a slog, so if you bet the under, you're sitting pretty right now in your DraftKings Sportsbook app. Um, but he is on pace to clear 2,000 yards. No running back has achieved 1,500 yards after running for 2,000 the season prior. And what Barnwell is pointing out is it's unprecedented what he's getting ready to do. But Derek's an unprecedented player. So he's got 113 carries through four games, the fifth most in NFL history. There's the guys that are ahead of him are from a different era, from a different generation of NFL football. Rodney Hampton, OJ Simpson, Ricky Williams, Earl Campbell, Curtis Martin, Priest Holmes, and Stephen Davis are among the backs just behind Henry with seasons from the early 2000s. This is a staggering, staggering amount of work by Derrick Henry's standards. People... People are breaking down with anywhere close to this kind of work, and Derek does not right now. It's what make Derek what it's what one of the things that makes Derek a special player. But I would say to you, I would say to you that I agree it is sustainable. But do you want to sustain it that way? I would say no. If you can find different ways to do it, if you can find different ways to be creative with the football. That makes the most sense to me. If you can get some of these guys back, 24 players today on the injury report, but a lot of guys returning as full participants to practice on this Thursday. It, you can sustain it if you want to. It's just not in the best interest of your football team. You need another dimension of the offense. Derek, God love him. He can do almost everything for you, but he can't be asked to do it all week in and week out, especially in an expanded NFL regular season. It is fine. I understand why people love it. I understand why it's the kind of heroics that you talk about from some of your favorite football players. Derrick Henry's got a great story, and what he does is insane. But it's not in the best interest of you. It's not in the best interest of your offense. It's not in the best interest of Derrick Henry if that continues to be how heavily that they rely on one single player because you see how much else collapses around you without a lot of these guys. Derek's different. Derek doesn't go down.
But if you want to keep it that way, you need to find more help. You need to find other outlets for your offense because Derek, you want him to last, especially as the season gets late and the weather gets cold and it becomes uh, it becomes Derek Henry season. Um, MB says 24 guys. That's so ridiculous. It's called load management. Vrabel's playing games again. I, listen, again, sure, but it, it's not playing games. It's that 24 guys in some way, shape, or form the, the takeaway is not that Vrabel's playing games on the injury report. MB, if that's how you're looking at it, you're missing the point. The point is that Vrabel needs to manage 24 different dudes in some form or fashion. It's an insane amount of players. And that excludes 13 guys who are either uh, in the process of returning but have not yet been activated from injured reserve or guys who are still on injured reserve. There's 13 of those players on top of the 24. And Derrick Henry, by the way, was one of them who did not practice today because they're trying to make sure that he can survive through a full season like this. If we had a solid backup, it might be different, says Cody. I think McNichols is fine. But again, you're, you're not getting explosive plays down the field. Your most explosive plays right now are screen passes. Jeremy McNichols is leading the team in receptions. You know who's second? Derrick Henry. That can't be how you go about it. You can't be handing the you can't be handing the ball off to Derek as much as much as you're as you're throwing it to Derek. It's just not it's just not the best way to go about things. Tim Barber says it's a team, so good teams spread the ball around and spread the wealth around as much as possible. It's from Tim Barber on Facebook. Yeah, then you need to have some diversity in your offensive skill set. Right now, the Titans are not a diverse offense because of the amount of players that they do not have. We'll get back to that here in just a second, right after I tell you about our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app and an official sports betting partner of the NFL. DraftKings has a Week 5 offer for every football fan to jump on right now. Just because you may have missed out on the Rams and the Seahawks doesn't mean that you can't get in your DraftKings Sportsbook app and make some noise. You can win $100 in free bets if any NFL team scores a point by betting just $1 on any NFL game, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Simply download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code A2Z Sports to bet just $1 on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. That's promo code AZ Sports this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee to bet. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. So, when it comes to Derek, I would say that you need to adapt your approach. Now, maybe right now, and we'll see with the injury report, who's ruled out, for the day, uh, the trip to Jacksonville this weekend. We'll see how that changes the numbers and see how they can adapt this particular situation. Uh, I will uh, I will say to you that for the Tennessee Titans, um, they need to find different ways to move the football on offense. Rich, uh, forgive me, Rich, if I'm I'm just I'm not going to take a crack at your last name because I'm going to struggle with it, and I don't want to disrespect. If Reynolds and Ferkser get healthy enough, they can be reliable with AJ and Julio when healthy as well. Yeah, but if, 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 Rich, none of these guys, 
I mean, Ferkser was out there, right? Ferkser was healthy enough to play in the game in New York this past Sunday and was dropping passes. Like, Ferkser's not reliable right now. Reynolds did enough, and he he you needed him to make some catches that he did not make because Julio and AJ weren't out on the field. But it's if. It's if right now. Well, that you don't you don't have what what is what is Coach Mac, uh, Coach Dave McGinnis, who'll be on the radio show tomorrow, say it's like if and buts. If if and butts were candy and nuts, you know, we'd all have a party or something like that. I don't know. Some some crazy West Texas saying that Coach Mac likes to work into his analysis. Uh, if doesn't matter right now. What you what you have matters right now. And while you're correct in your assessment, uh, we haven't seen that for the Titans at this point. Um, Aubrey Calvin is that one plus about this is that nobody has us on tape at full capacity on offense. Yeah, I mean, not wrong. Um, but you know, I, I, I don't think you're trying to hide too much from the Titans at this point. Uh, MB says, I don't get your question. We need to find a way to move the ball with practice squad guys. Good luck. No, you need your team to get healthy. What I'm saying to you is that uh, is that the practice squad guys weren't good enough. Silver Schooner says throw to Hudson. Hudson, you know, Hudson got carted off last week, and I, um, I'll i double-check the injury report, but I don't think he's practiced this week. I don't know that I would rely on Tommy Hudson to be the solution to the offensive issues. You need big passing plays. You need chunk plays. You need explosive plays. You're not getting them right now outside of a 27-yard screen to Jeremy McNichols on third and 21, and that is not how you get things done. Uh, let's move on and let's talk about A.J. Brown or Bud Dupree, two guys who were full participants at practice today, who have been returning to practice and who have an opportunity to play on Sunday. Now, we'll find out for sure whether either of them or both end up playing in Jacksonville this weekend, and you could certainly use their help against a division opponent. The question that I have for you is, who do the Titans need more on Sunday, Bud Dupree or A.J. Brown? Give me your response on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch. We'll talk about it together. Who do the Titans need more on Sunday between those two stars? Uh, while you guys do that, I will remind you about our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage, GaryAshton.com. Your dream address without the stress is what the Ashton team offers to you. Gary took his, uh, Gary took his uh, I don't know, I don't even know what you call it. It's like a sleeper van. That Gary has really, really nice Mercedes-Benz like Cruiser. Um, and Gary drove it to Jacksonville. He said he took him and the dogs. They're, they've been down there for a couple of days now. You know, Gary does some business in uh, in North Florida, and he's going to be at the Jags game because he's the official real estate agent of the Tennessee Titans. Gary Ashton will help you sell your home for more with the best intel and the best properties in Middle Tennessee. Trust the best in the business. Trust the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage at GaryAshton.com. So, who do the Titans need back more against the Jags? Chris Frazier going with AJ. Now, Aubrey Calvin agrees. He says, no question, it's AJ. Scar did, I think, is uh, is the name that I'm looking at here. It says both. Yeah, but I'm making you pick one. Play the game or don't play, Scar. Like, uh, of course you need both. You need all of them, right? You need Julio. You need AJ. You need Lawan healthy. You need Saffold healthy. You need all of the players healthy all of the time, but that's not the game that we're playing. So, you know, irrelevant. Um, Sherry says, AJ, it's either Jesus or Jesus says, AJ. Um, I low key hope it's Jesus because I would love that as somebody just being named Jesus. Uh, Keith Reed says, come on, Buck, AJ, AJ. And, and maybe, 
maybe it is as as no-brainer as you guys seem to be making it. Caleb Farley, by the way, has fully practiced the past two days after coming off a shoulder injury. We'll see what his availability looks like, but it seems like if he's healthy, he's going to get some snaps on Sunday. Um, and it would be a good opportunity for him to get some snaps against a team that is not necessarily, to this point, hugely proficient on offense, even though Trevor Lawrence played mistake-free football on Thursday night against the Bengals, even though he did lose. MB says between AJ and Julio, well, I, I don't think, I. well, let me say this. I don't know if Julio is going to be available, but Julio's not practicing. AJ is. Now, maybe Julio doesn't practice at this point, as we've talked about. I don't think Julio practices a whole lot this season because they're going to manage him throughout the course of the year. But who do you need more? You know, a part of me, a part of me says that Bud Dupree, for all for the struggles on defense, because you're giving up a lot of explosive plays, and if your pass rush can't get home right away, then that causes problems. But Bud, I don't necessarily know, is ready to be a, an overwhelmingly impact player. And that's because, in part, he told us today that he kind of rushed himself back from injury before he was quite ready. Dad, because I'm, I'm pretty much up on my recovery. I think it's just timing. And, you know, sometimes uh, me being a bigger guy, you know, being a heavier guy, I'm, uh, a lot of guys who tore the ACL before me are just starting to come back into play. And I was trying to play five weeks ago. So, you know, uh, you know that just shows the – I feel like that just shows kind of like uh, – the way I'm thinking that I want to be on the t- on the field and show this team um, what they got me for, and also that's another bumper in that road where I got to sit back and say like, all right, well these guys tore theirs week two, week three of last year. I tore mine in December. Why am I on the field before them? So you know. So I I think the answer is AJ Brown and. I think that I, I appreciate Bud Dupree for saying, yeah, I probably pushed myself too hard out of the gate and it's caused me to have this bit of a setback at this point. He, as, Dom, as Dom is pointing out, he's admitting that he came back too early. And that's fine, right? Because it's not just, I mean, it's realistic. It's realistic. What's happening with Lawan is it's not ideal. You need better, but also it's realistic. What's happening with Bud Dupree right now is not ideal. You need better, but also... It's realistic. At this point, what I would say to you is that you need A.J. Brown more than anything. You need to be able to create some explosive plays in the passing game, and you haven't had that without either of those guys on the field. And Julio, again, you know, as as Ryan Williams or William points out, Julio was grabbing his helmet against the Colts, getting ready to go back in when A.J. was clearly ruled out just a thought. Yeah, but the coaches wouldn't let him. Like, coaches wouldn't let him because they feared this thing. And that's what caused him to be out last week in New York. They fear this hamstring issue for a 32-year-old receiver. So yeah, he can be grabbing his helmet all he wants. It doesn't matter because coach said, nah, sit. <laughs> Take it easy. Kick your feet up. Stretch your hammy. <laughs> get, it, get it worked on. Like, you're cruising, big boy, because we need you down the stretch. And that's been the approach with Julio Jones thus far. Um, AJ is already back. AJ got ruled out flatly, but they should have put an injury designation on Julio because clearly he wasn't healthy to, enough to play last game. Um, MB says, I think it's Julio, but for me, AJ is a very close second. Um, Lawan Kedrick says, Lawan can go ahead and pack his bags. Used to love him, but they're paying him too much at this point. Well, you need him this season, so you better hope that he gets better in a hurry, and then you can talk about cutting him. 
Um, Bud Dupree will have more of an impact next season, says Alex M. It's possible. It's entirely possible. ACLs are not, you know, it's not outright easy to come back from them, um, as both of those guys are trying to do. And Jack Conklin is a great example of this. We talked about Conklin a lot, right? Conklin looked great for the Browns or for the Titans in 2019 after dealing with most of the 18 season and looking pretty shoddy on a uh, on an AC tear on an ACL recovery of his own throughout the 18 season. That's when people started to get excited about uh, about Dennis Kelly. Remember, Kedrick says we can trade him, Buck. Um, talking about Lawan, you know, maybe, but not the way he's playing right now. Not for what he's paid. Um, you're not going to get somebody to take that contract. You can cut. You can cut him this year, uh, or after this year, without uh, any dead money. Like you can just get out from under the contract. And if it continues like this, uh, would they like to get something back for Taylor? Sure, but are they likely? If this continues, um, he can get better, and they can they can get an asset for him. But at this point, it's more likely that they cut him at the end of the year than they end up trading him. I don't think Taylor's on the roster next year. Flatly. Uh, you're you could really you could really use you could really use a couple of you know a first round pick at tackle and a second round pick at tackle and one is you know on the Giants practice squad right now and the other is chilling and playing close because Dylan Radens can't get active on game day. Um what I'll say to you is this that AJ Brown will create explosive plays. He understands how to get separation, he plays physical against the defensive backs, and that's not something you're getting out of your current wide receiver core. AJ is the one you need back most, but you could do with some help from Bud as well. Let's wrap this thing up with a Brimac bounce back and let you enjoy the rest of your 9-7 to Thursday night football experience. Not exactly high-flying, high-scoring at this point. Um, uh, you're going to tell Will to tell Lawan to stop talking so much, says Dom. Listen, uh, I... I don't. I hope Taylor never stops talking. Personally, I don't care. Uh, doesn't bother me at all. Do I think it's in his in his best interest? No. But am I going to tell Taylor shut up? Hell no. I love Taylor as a quote. I think that Taylor. Uh, I think that Taylor. Thank God for Taylor because the rest of them are so damn uninteresting. And I need guys who are interesting, even if they're interesting while being bad. Um, so do I want Taylor to be quiet? Hell no. <laughs> you do not. Do you not know my line of work, Dom? Why would why on earth would I tell Taylor Lewan to shut up? That seems it seems irresponsible. It would seem to be negligent on my part. But I get why I get why it doesn't help him. Um, Russell Wilson just broke his finger and still playing. That's some Steve McNair right there, says Chris. Yeah, I just saw his sideways finger. It's gross. He, ugh, at least put some tape on it. It seems reckless. Who needs to bounce back? Brian Mack bounce back is the question that we have for you here on A to Z Sports Prime Time. Uh, from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios, who needs to bounce back this weekend in sports? Let me know on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch. We'll talk about it together right after I tell you about Rymac Mechanical. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Rymac.com. Satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. The best in the business is Brimac Mechanical. Commercial, residential, Brimac has you covered. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brimac.com. Who needs to bounce back in sports this weekend? Let me know. Uh, Ryan, two Ryans and a Kedrick <laughs> says the Titans offensive line. Brad Lifford says the Titans. Jeff Sawyer, a black 27 on Twitch. Titans for Karen O'Keefe. Um, uh, MB says our entire offensive line. That was embarrassing. 
Ronnie Sneed says Memphis Tigers after losing to UTSA and Temple. That's tough. Um, when Taylor had a show his rookie year, they pulled it, started playing better. He needs to stop busting with the boys. I already know. I don't care if he stops the podcast. Taylor Luan is going to be more miserable if you take the podcast from him. He's not going to play better because you take away his barstool thing. And he can't stop doing. Well, he's not He's not even doing the podcast right now. He's just, it's just Will. Uh-huh. Um, Titans and Razorbacks need to bounce back, says Aaron Goff. Uh, Trevelyan says, Luan sucks. Stop hold, stop jock holding, Buck. I didn't say he's playing well right now. Jock holding? No. You, listen, you mistake me, uh, Trevelyan, Devon, McRae. Let me tell you. One, I don't hold jocks. I don't hold jocks for anybody. Uh, two, I think that I am always honest in my assessment. Do I think Taylor Lamont's playing well right now? No, I do not. Do I think he's on the team at the end of the season? No, probably not. Do I think that Taylor Lewan, uh, do I think that Taylor Lewan needs to stop talking? No, I do not because I need quotes <laughs> and because I like quotes and because Taylor provides interesting context for a storyline. So as far as jock holding is concerned, my good sir, you can hold this jock because ain't nobody holding a jock around here for anybody else. What we're talking about is a situation where I give you my honest assessment. You uh, can either take that information and do with it what you will, or you can bitch and moan and say that I'm jock holding because you don't like what I have to say. Or maybe you're just not rational enough to be able to work through the conversation that we're having and not be able to separate yourself from the emotions of the conversation as opposed to what's actually happening on the field. Either way, it's on you. So if I if you're if you want somebody's jock to hold, my friend, or you want to see somebody hold a jock, I invite you. Please do. I'm sitting right here. Uh, let's move on to uh, to the Brimac bounce back. Uh, what happened with PK? Says Chris Zuniga. Oh, <laughs> I get. <laughs> yeah, people. Uh, people. I I I rough Paul up a little bit on the internet, and Paul he didn't he didn't take the joke well. It's fine. He's going to be okay. He's just being a cranky old man. Um, I so Kaharski and and I think this has been the position of uh, has been the position of him and Chad and Hutton over at Outkick three hundred and sixty. I, I think they've been kind of making fun of the Titans social media because they do you know the, like every team does they do the pregame photo shoots of the guys getting on their planes and the various outfits and uh and walking down the tunnel and blah 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 right everything the thing that every nfl team does right it's sponsored content Te- people are paying the teams to do that and also the guys love it that's why the team photographer gets on the plane 90 percent of the time because <laughs> because derrick henry likes his picture taken and what he's wearing i think that's okay if derrick henry likes his picture taken so Paul and and uh, and our buddies over at Outkick, they're going on this bit about, you know, it's not in the same spirit of football to have a fashion show before the game and just you know old men waving waving a fist at the clouds as they pass by in in patterns of Derrick Henry shaped leopard print or something like that. And so and so uh, <laughs> so Paul, uh, they have the press conference with Derek today, and Derek's wearing a. Uh, I wish that I, I had the picture for you um, or that I could throw the picture up there. But Derek's wearing a Yuli High School football jersey because he's going home to Yuli, Florida this weekend. And Yuli is by Jacksonville. And so he's wearing an outfit uh, that is indicative of his high school. Um, and so 
Paul and everybody else tweet out a picture of this. It's the Yuli High School, Yuli Hornets. Um, and I'll, I'll hold up my phone so you can see Derek here. And there's here's Kaharski's tweet. Uh, he said, uh, Yuli High School, represented by Derek Henry on Thursday at Jags, is a homecoming game for him. And so Paul, taking pictures of somebody's fashion choices that day, I said, not you taking wardrobe photos uh of players after going on this whole stupid rant about players and what they wear and he you know he's all pissy about it because we we called him on his shit and Paul's fine he's gonna be fine he doesn't care um or I mean he probably cares that I'm busting his balls a little bit on social media but like he's what I did is just as stupid as what he's doing except I'm having fun with it and Paul doesn't like to make a, doesn't like to take jokes like that. So he's going to be okay. Um, Paul is still one of my favorites. Paul is, <laughs> Paul is just too easy to mess with. And, uh, and he got messed with today. He got ratioed pretty hard. God love him. Um, but I always, uh, I always enjoy roughing Paul up a little bit. Um, uh, Theron says, I'm gonna make Buck fire up on me. If he doesn't read my dang comments. Well, there, I read a comment. Now relax. <laughs> uh, Paul needs to bounce back. This uh, this weekend says Karen O'Keefe. Paul's fine. He's gonna be okay. Um, Buck uh, read my boy. Read my boy. Comments says Kendrick Corsman says stop holding Karski's jock. <laughs> uh, Touchdown talk says Buck. I thought this was a sports show. You're talking about holding jocks. LOL, jockage. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, it is a sports show, but it's my sports show, so I get to talk about what I want. And apparently, you like to touch. Talk about touchdown talk, touchdown talk. So it's clear that you are only singly, singularly focused. I assume that you yourself do some kind of sports talk conversation. But if the angle is simply touchdown talk, touchdown talk, it sounds very robotic. And uh, I need a little more spice in my life. So, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about somebody holding somebody's jock. Life goes on. Uh, let's uh, let's move on to who needs to bounce back this week. Um, who needs to bounce back? The answer is simple. Here on A to Z Sports Primetime. Who needs to bounce back is Urban Meyer, because Urban Meyer continues to, you know, just look like a horse's ass uh, through his public comments, his actions, and his behavior. Uh, you know, a, for a lifetime of this, but more recently in the last week and a half. Here we are at this point with o- Urban Meyer where there's really nothing left to say, right? This has been going on for like four days. He spoke on Monday. Shad Khan released his statement on Tuesday. Meyer spoke again on Wednesday. He spoke to the team on Monday in individual groups, which he says he prefers to do. He feels like that's better communication than in a group setting. But then he did it again on Wednesday morning. Our Aditi King Kamwala tweeted out that Meyer told the players that he's got two, basically, groups of people that he loves. His family and his team. And he embarrassed both of them. I am also told that he told the players that he acted like a, quote, bleephole idiot, which is kind of redundant and not grammatically correct, but I think he did it to pr- to make a point here. And, and, and really, he's beating himself up just as much as everybody else is on this one. So there's no more talking left to do. It's basically how Urban Meyer is going to go out and try to lead this team and get their confidence back and, and make them not look at him like a bleephole. A bleephole idiot is the Jacksonville Jags head coach. His team doesn't respect him. Um, the, the uh, you know, NFL media, it doesn't seem like respects him. NFL players and coaches don't respect him. And I sure as hell don't respect him. I think Urban Meyer to be kind of human garbage. Um, 
and his behavior has borne that out. So Urban can try and bounce back if he wants to. Maybe he bounce back and get a wins over, gets a win over the Titans on Sunday. Who knows? Either way, I'll be there to watch it all take place in Jacksonville. Enjoy the rest of your evening. The next time we do a primetime show, it will be in TIAA Bank Stadium, my favorite place in the whole wide world. I fly to Jacksonville on Saturday. Uh, I hate that trip. I hate that city. I hate that stadium because the press box leaks and it rains all the time. Jacksonville is my least favorite trip of the year. But I'll be there, and so will you, because we'll do primetime directly or the evening after the Titans play the Jaguars and whatever the result may be. We will do it from the stadium because that is our road game custom. Um, enjoy the rest of your evening. Enjoy your uh, enjoy the what remains of Thursday night football between the Seahawks and the Rams. We will speak to you next from Jacksonville. Uh, before I leave, of course, I'll have a radio show tomorrow with uh, with John Reed of Fox Sports Knoxville. We'll talk balls with Coach Dave McGinnis of Titans Radio, who will be on the call, of course, the best in the business, Coach Mack at 1220. We will also uh, we will also have a six one five sessions podcast available for you this weekend with our uh, with our guest co hosts to be announced. I'll figure out who's going to be on the pod after Titans practice tomorrow. Enjoy the rest of your evening. We will see you in Jacksonville next or on radio tomorrow. Um, and I would again, I wish the Mississippi Mass Choir could tell you that I'm not tired yet, but they would be lying to you because it's football season and I am tired. I'll see you. <laughs>